Hey, everybody, we're back. It's 2024. We hope everyone had a fantastic Christmas and also a very happy new year as we start up a brand new season of the Indiana Football Coaches Association's official podcast. I'm your host, Coach Dave Baumgartner. And, of course, I have my podcast partner, Coach Ted Huber, with us here in just a few moments. This time around, we're going to start things off, get back in cahoots with our roots, and talk about the All-Star Game from 2013. We'll be talking to the coaches uh, from those two squads, the North and the South All-Star Squad. We'll tell you about the state championship matchups and who won, some things that took place uh, during that year. Uh, Nelson Mandela passed away, just to give you some perspective of what was going on. Also, in Super Bowl forty-seven. The Baltimore Ravens topped the San Francisco 49ers 34-31. to We might be seeing something like that again pretty soon. And Alabama beat LSU 21-0 to win the national championship. We'll be back with the show right after this. Hey, coaches, it's the Big Cat Tiger Williams here, and I am as excited as I'm sure all of you are as we head into a new year and into the 2024 season. Now, it's a ways off, but now is the time to start thinking about everything you need to motivate your players as we head into the summer and the spring workout seasons. T-shirts, shorts, awards, helmet stickers, plaques. With over 100,000 vendors, Big Cat Promotion can help. Call me at 574-551-5916, and I can give you a quote so you can shop and compare. Big Cat Promotions is a proud sponsor of the IFCA podcast. And welcome back, everyone, once again to the Indiana Football Coaches Association's official podcast. I'm your host, Coach Dave Baumgartner. I have with me, of course, my podcast partner, Hall of Fame coach Ted Huber. And I'm going to let Coach uh, Huber take uh, kick things off here as we uh, start uh, the new year, 2024, the January 1st uh, podcast of 2024. We're going to be talking about the All-Star Game that took place in 2013. And Ted has done uh, lots of research, and he's got a couple of coaches here on the line I'll let him introduce them, and uh, we'll go from there. So, Coach Huber, take it over. Okay, we've uh, been off the, off the air, so to speak, for a while, so uh, it's time to get back on. So, we've got the head coach of the North, Tim Roth of Winnemac, and we've got assistant coach of the South, Chris Cole, uh, who is at Franklin now. So, gentlemen, welcome. Um, I noticed, Chris, that the South put it on the North 27-6. to 6. Uh, Any comments about that? Uh, I, I think the score might have been a little misleading, if, if I remember right. I think in that second half there was some, uh, I think there was like a couple, two or three block kicks that kind of turned things a little bit there. I think the score was pretty close at the end of the first half. It's been a few years, but my memory serves me correct. Okay, Aaron Daniel, does that name ring a bell to you? Absolutely. Yeah, it was uh, Charlestown, wasn't he? Yep, he was from Charlestown. He was the MVP. Was he the quarterback? Yes, him and um, Drake Christian from uh, Lawrence Central. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think Aaron had a pretty pretty big day that day. Okay, great. Tim, uh, head coach yes, of the sir. North. Yes. Uh Let's let's talk a little bit about uh, about your experience at uh, you know the All Star Game, and then we'll get into your uh, your coaches. So uh, uh, why don't you talk to us a little bit about uh, what you remember about uh, your experience at the All Star Game? Well, first of all, it was it was a great experience. I think it's a great experience. So for any uh, coach, regardless if you're the head coach or an assistant 
Um, but that was the first year, Ted, if you remember, that uh, the assistant coaches got a representative from each region. Before that, it had been the five area um, region coaches that were selected as head coaches, and then each of the five regions put up an assistant coach, and they were voted on, and we took one. Well, the coaches association then, in our executive meetings and so on, opened it up to where now, that year, each region would send their region head coach of the year and the assistant coach of the year. So I had nine assistants. I, you know, I felt like I was running a five or a six, eight program <laughs> uh, at the all-star game because I had so many coaches. In fact, Dave land, when we had our, our first meeting, he goes, Tim, we went through a process to get these guys on there. He goes, I don't want to see them. You can stand around, but I don't want to see any of them standing around during practice. They're here to coach. So turn them loose and let them go. And that's basically what we did. And like I said, I had, um, four head coaches and five assistant coaches from the five regions from the north on the staff, and we we had a great time. I was the old man of the bunch, but uh, I think if you talk to any of them, we had a great time other than couldn't come through and win the ball game for us. Yeah. Zach Wells, uh, Maryville. Yes, sir. Uh, ended up in Illinois at Homewood Flossmore with Craig Bazia. I think he's back. Uh, back in Indiana, yes. He may be back at Crown Point with Craig. I don't know. Yes. Okay. I do believe so. But uh, Zach was our uh, offensive coordinator. Um, I think uh, Kurt Kittman, who served as – well, no. Uh, Zach was the only other one that applied for the head coaching job. And I I wasn't going to – I got talked into doing it, and I think because I was the old man of the bunch, they – let me be the head coach. So I gave Zach then his choice of what he wanted to do. You want to be on the offense or defensive side? Well, he chose the offense. So I went with him as the offensive coordinator and Kurt Tipman then from Fort Wayne Snyder to be the defensive coordinator. And we worked on it from there. Okay. So go on down the list of uh, coaches that you had, if you would. Okay. Um, well, let's see. Uh, Zach was from Region 1, obviously. And uh, then Nick Bamber uh, from Chesterton was their assistant coach. Um, in Region 2, Reggie Glon, who was at Mishawaka Marion, um, was the head coach from that area. And Jim Jones from Fairfield was uh, the assistant. Tim O'Shea uh, from Lafayette Central Catholic was our Region 4 assistant. Mitch Street, who was at Hamilton Heights at the time, uh, served as the Region 5 head coach. Um, Chad Sutton uh, was the assistant from Garrett. And then, as I've already mentioned, uh, Kurt Tipman and uh, Zach Wells. So um, those guys served as my assistant coaches and assistant coaches for the North. And uh, like I said, we had a great time. A lot of lot of football exchange, not just in practice, but when, you know, sitting around in a dorm and, and going to lunch with each other and, and talking and how they run their programs and how they were involved in different programs. And um, I was fortunate my whole career. I spent at Winamac, so I didn't have to, uh, you know, worry about when I coached here or when I coached there or whatever. But uh, it was, it was different, but it was, it was just a, 
a week full of fun. I, I thought, okay. and I think those guys would all agree. Both both coaches. Hey, Bob, you want to comment on Jones, your buddy Jones? Absolutely, Jimmy Jones. What's that? Jim Jones was uh, him and I coached together. We started a coaching career at Wallace High School under Myron Dickerson, and uh, Jim's dear friend and uh, uh, you know a trusted colleague and just a, a wonderful guy. Uh, one of the just uh, in it for all the right reasons. Jim Jones and his wife Sue, they're just great people. Uh, I wanted to ask Good a question. Man, yes. Yeah, I wanted to ask a question about um, the organization of practice. Obviously, coaches have different ways of organizing practice. Uh, <laughs> I worked with one head coach where we had a manager that had an air horn, and they blew the air horn every five minutes or ten minutes, depending on what the segment was. That's how organized we were, and he's on this podcast with us. I might add, um, but nevertheless. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about the. You know, um, how how do you guys both of you can maybe answer? How is your was your practice organized? Was it that tight like that, or how how was it working? Chris, you want to go first? Yeah, it was um, it was it was pretty structured. It was pretty tight. Um, mm-hmm. You know, of course, Mike Kirshner was our uh, the South head coach that year, right. and uh, and we and he laid everything out, and we pretty much stuck to a, a pretty good schedule. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Um, Coach Roth, how about you guys? Were you? Uh, yeah, we were basically the same way. I I kind of played referee actually, um, splitting time back and forth between the offense and defense, and uh, running the clock, making sure, hey, we're in this period. Uh, let's get this group going. Let's get this group going. And um, like I say, I didn't do a my my title was more administrative than it was actually coaching, and I think that's kind of you know in, in a lot of bigger schools and colleges and universities, that's the way it is. The, sure. the head man gets the final say, but you better have good assistants doing their job and making sure the right things get done. And that's kind of the way we ran our practice. And uh, we weren't successful on the scoreboard, but I think we had a lot of success as far as relationships and teaching right. football and those kind of things. Oh, yeah. Well, I was, I coached three times in the all-star game and uh, I have to sit down and really think hard mm-hmm. Uh, did we win? Did we lose? Because uh, right. truthfully, nobody cares. You know, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you care that day, and the parents care, and you know. But uh, when everybody goes home, uh, if uh, if the kids get got a chance to play, uh, and mom and dad's happy, everybody's happy, and uh, that's the whole idea of what we're doing here. So, yeah, Chris, go ahead and jump in. Chris, jump in with, uh, start with Mike, uh, being a head coach and kind of go down the list if you would. Yeah, it was, um, it was interesting. I, you know, I'd known Mike a little bit when he, uh, early in his career, he was head coach out of Cascade. Um, and then, um, you know, once he got to Ben Davis and, and become the head coach there, it was, it was great to work with him at the all-star game and, and to, uh, really be on the field with him and kind of watch and see how he handled things. Uh, I think if I remember correctly, uh, Vince Perica. Uh, who was at Ritter at the time, was our uh, offensive coordinator. Um, he was an assistant uh, at uh, at Ritter at that time. And then Ryan Kaniga was the uh, head coach out of Lawrenceburg, which he still is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he was our offensive line coach. Um, I want to say that Doug Armstrong was our defensive coordinator. I'm not 100% sure on that, but I think Army, um, okay. who I'd met some years in, in the past because he was uh, you know, friends with uh, Coach Hayes, so I'd met him back a few years before. Chris Bombie, who was at Avon, who I knew um, before going to the All-Star game. Um, 
he was, I believe, a linebacker's coach, uh, Eddie Vogel, um, who was uh, Bob's um, defensive coordinator, I think, a number of years down there at Columbus East before he took over for Bob, um, was uh, on that staff. Um, Jim Leisure from uh, Mount Vernon, um, one of Army's coaches. Um, and then uh, John Hyden, who I knew a little bit, had never worked with him or really been on the field with him from uh, Vincent's Lincoln, um, was a head coach down at Lincoln, and uh, his assistant, who was also on the staff, Justin Cotter. So uh, it was a fun staff. We had a great time. A lot of, uh, you know, there, there's times where you, you know, it's a busy week, um, but there's times where you get to socialize a little bit and talk football and, and kick some things around. It was a lot of fun. Okay, you know, uh, the Mid-State Conference, I want to I want to mention that because uh, that's one of the premier conferences in the state of Indiana, and uh, Franklin's a, uh, uh, a big part of that, right? So could you comment on the on the conference? Yeah, it's, it's an outstanding conference. Um, it, it's good in all sports. Um, you know, obviously my focus is on football, and it's, it's a tough football conference. I mean, there's – um, you know, you've got Whiteland and Decatur who have recently been to uh, the 5A state championship. Uh, it's a 4 or 5A conference. Um, you know, honestly, it's very similar to what my situation was at Tri-West. Uh, you know, at, at one point in time, the Sagamore, I thought, was one of the better two, three A conferences in the state. Uh, Mid-state's a lot like that. I mean, you just got teams that have been successful. Uh, Mooresville's been really up lately. Uh, Martinsville's surging back and, and doing well. It's just a really tough football conference. Okay, so I also want to mention, obviously, that uh, Tri-West uh, head coach Chris Call, uh, champion. What was that, 2014? Uh, yeah, 2014. Okay, all right. Yep, state champ, state champ. Yep. Okay. All right, let's uh, – Let's jump into some of the kids uh, that you recall. Um, Tim, let's start with you. Some of the kids you kind of recall in the uh, that was in the game, and uh, any uh, you know anything after that that uh, you know because you know it used to be you could look down the list and uh, know eight or ten kids. You know here's. Here's this kid. He went to IU. This kid went to Purdue, and all that. Well, we don't do that anymore. So, uh, Tim, could you, uh, uh, you know, enlighten us a little bit on uh, what you remember about uh, about some of the players? Yeah, we, uh, you know, we had that picnic to get acquainted, um, and we held ours at uh, Mystic Hills uh, Golf Course in Culver, Indiana. And uh, that's the first time I had met a lot of these kids. I'd seen their pictures, you know, from the applications and so on. But uh, got to meet them, got to meet their parents, and uh, explained, you know, the details and so on. And the thing uh, that stuck out to me that first day when I met most of the kids was how humble they all were. They, I mean, they know um, they're good athletes, so they wouldn't be there, uh, good football players. But uh, I, my opening remarks when we – before we said grace at the dinner table was, uh, I hope you all checked your egos at the door and maybe, maybe that uh, statement stuck with them that day or whatever. But as I met them individually, then they were all very humble, very courteous, uh, just good kids all the way around. And it didn't matter if they were from, 
you know, up in the region or over from Fort Wayne or in the southern part of our north half, you know, Lafayette, wherever, um, they were they were just great kids. And uh, a lot of them have gone on, you know, into the coaching ranks. Uh, one in particular I can think of is um, Chad Epley, uh, who was on the offensive line at that time. He was from uh, Wallace. He was, he was mm-hmm. probably undersized. He was like, only six one, six two, and went about two forty or two fifty. But uh, he's going on and had a great coaching career as a head coach at Wallace. Mm-hmm. Um, just different players. I remember. Um, oh gosh, uh, Ruben Holcomb, a uh, big uh, offensive lineman from uh, Fort Wayne Snyder, that ended up having, I think, a really good career at University of Indianapolis. Um, I don't know. I go down the list of schools here and. You know, you you look. There's just football schools all throughout the roster: Central Catholic, um, Griffith, Mishawaka, Penn, Jimtown, uh, Fort Wayne, Snyder, Lafayette Central Catholic, West Lafayette, Crown Point, Pioneer. Um, just tons of of talent that, and we felt like we had put together a, a good team, Ted. And we took, if you remember, we took the opening drive down. Uh, got shut down and kicked the field goal, and basically our offense then was done for the day. But uh, we had uh, – uh, we kept more than uh, two quarterbacks, if I remember. The Ruse kid from Benton Central from my region was one. Um, the kid from our hometown, Winnemac, Zach Scheidler, was another quarterback, but we moved him to uh, play as a receiver. Um, and then we had uh, Connor Sheehan from Heritage, uh, who would have all kinds of records as far as, um, you know, playing regular season ball. And uh, Austin Brown from Griffith was the, the third quarterback. So, um, like I said, we had a lot of talent. We had good size. And uh, we just didn't get the job done, which was a credit to the South. They, they outplayed us that day. Yeah, well, yeah. so that – so it – so what happens sometimes, Chris? What do you got as far as players are concerned? Oh, it was uh, it was a pretty good group, pretty talented group. I think probably what stuck out to me was the running back group. Um, Ryan Rip uh, from Hamilton Southeastern. I think he ended up playing in the Ivy League. Maybe at Penn. Um, Aaron Harris, uh, who uh, played at Whiteland, uh, ended up at St. Francis um, as a running back. And um, we had a kid from Lawrence Central, Alex Rodriguez, that. Uh, had a good day that day. I think he had almost 80, a little less than 100 yards rushing. Um, but I think he eventually uh, walked on at IU and um, had a little bit of a career down there, played some special teams for him. But it, the running back group was really good. Um, physical kids. Of course, you know, <laughs> Coach Kirshner, we, we got out there and uh, we had some pretty intense physical practices, full padded practices. And uh, it was it was kind of fun. It was it was a very high energy week of uh, getting after it. The kids competed hard in practice. Um, obviously, Aaron Daniel um, from Charlestown had a uh, had a good game. Uh, I think he was the MVP of that game. Um, had a couple, you know. I coached the receivers. He had a couple uh, uh, big passes to uh, one of his uh, southern competitors down there. A kid named Tyler Ross that played at Corbin Central had a couple big catches in that game. Um, the Parrot kid, Alex Parrot from Ritter High School that year, um, had, I think, a touchdown catch. Uh, had a Southport kid, David Boyer, um, I think ended up at Wabash. 
And then the one I forgot about until uh, this come up, Ted, was uh, the Oaks kid from Greenwood, uh, the kicker. Uh, right. Ended up, I think he was, he was all Big Ten, I think, two times maybe at IU. Um, but I'd yeah. forgotten he was on that team. He had a heck of a career down at IU. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Zach Carroll, Tim. Tim, does that name ring a bell at all? Uh, I think he was from Homestead, which would remain on the North squad. Uh, he was an all-state uh, kid. He ended up at, uh, where'd he go? Western, Western Michigan. Western Michigan, I think. Mm-hmm. Does, that, yeah. does that name ring a bell at all? Um, not. Okay. No. <laughs> huh. Okay. okay. Uh, I slept since then, Ted. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I understand all that. Uh, Bum, you got your list of uh, uh, state champs. Tournament. Yeah, state Results? champs. Uh, I will point out. I will point out that uh, of the uh, teams that was in the state finals, six of eight of them were uh, uh, Catholic schools that right. year. Mm-hmm. I mean, Catholic mm-hmm. schools dominated, uh, dominated here. So, uh, David, do you have that list with you? You bet I do. <clears throat> Start out with five A, uh, Lawrence Central, uh, top Fort Wayne Snyder, thirty-nine to fourteen. Uh, Lawrence Central finishes the season 15-0. and 0. Uh, Jason West was the head coach, and Fort Wayne Snyder, Kirk Tippman was the head coach. They finished 14-1. and 1. Of course, uh, they are the reigning state champions now in 5A as a result of this last uh, year. In 4A, Indianapolis Cathedral knocked out Mishawaka 56-29. Uh, Indianapolis Cathedral was uh, coached by uh, Rick Sheriff. And, um, Rick Strife. Strife. Rick Strife. Okay. Strife, and then Mishawaka was uh, coached by a guy I know pretty well, and probably all of us know pretty well, Mr. Bart Curtis. They finished 11-4. and four. I should mention Fort Wayne Snyder's Adam Whistler was the uh, um, award winner for the Medal Attitude, and then Mishawaka's Sam Schrader was uh, the award winner for the Medal Attitude for 4A. In 3A, Indianapolis Chittard um, knocked out Hamilton Heights 30-13. to 13. Uh, Vince Lorenza, Lorenzano, right? Lorenzano. Lorenzano, a 13 and 2, and he beat a Mid Streets team there in Hamilton Heights, who was also 13 and 2. Uh, Hamilton Heights, uh, Corey Beck was the Medal Attitude Award winner, and uh, Fort Wayne Lures in 2A knocked out uh, Indianapolis Ritter, 40 to 28. Uh, Lures was coached by Steve uh, Kiefer. They finished 11 and 4, and Indianapolis Ritter. Uh, was coached by Ty Hunt. They finished 14-1. and one. Indianapolis Ritter was uh, John Sweeney's, was their Mental Attitude Award winner. And in 1A, a couple Catholic schools went at each other. Um, Lafayette Central Catholic beat Indianapolis Cena 14-0. 14-1 is how Central Catholic finished. Kevin O'Shea was head coach. And the uh, famous and uh, renowned Ott Hurley was head coach for uh, Indianapolis Cena. And they finished 11-4. Lafayette Central Catholics. Jimmy Mills was the Medal Attitude Award winner. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the awards from the Indiana Football Coaches Association that uh, were handed out. Uh, John Friend's Distinguished Service Award went to Reed May from Brownstown Central. Bob Springer's President Award went to uh, uh, Dick Ree. And uh, Ken Leffler Memorial uh, Special Service Award went to Heather Connor. Uh, of Grange Insurance, which was the sponsor for that year for the uh, All-Star Game. Uh, Rex Kurtz Media Award went to Chuck Freebie, uh, all known well up here in the northern end of the state. 
Uh, and Tom Kelly Technology Award went to Bob James from Laporte. So those were the award winners as well as the state champions from that year. Very good. Very good. Bob James uh, is moved. He's uh, assistant coach somewhere. Does anybody know where? I should know that. But, I thought uh, he anyway, up, he was an assistant. Huh? I thought he went up in Michigan. Was that right? Somewhere? Okay. Maybe. He could have. Uh, yeah. He's going to double dip here on his uh, right on his retirement, right? right. Mm-hmm. So uh, anyway, he was an assistant. Yeah, assistant at Laporte forever, and uh, right. then they, they, uh, you know, he became the head coach for a couple of years, and then uh, he got out of that. So anyway, uh, Bob James, a uh, uh, very very important part of uh, our organization uh, here in the Indiana Football Coaches Association. So um, you know, it's uh, I'm glad we're back to. Uh, covering years of the all-star game. Right. Okay. We do a lot of different things, which we will do. Uh, as we look ahead, uh, we will get involved with the all-star, uh, selection of, uh, coaches and players. Uh, and then we'll kind of get involved with the, uh, clinic, the IFCA clinic. Uh, but, uh, getting back, you know, we started in 1967 uh, in 1967, Dave Shelbourne was our first guest. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dave was our quarterback on the first date. Right. Uh, yeah, from Gary up there. So, anyway, I'm glad we're back in this. We're going to, you know, take four or five of these and uh, try to catch up a little bit. So, uh, we really appreciate you guys jumping in here and helping us out. Absolutely. Uh, I hope that uh, the list I sent you uh, jogged your memory a little bit. Okay, as Tim said, I've slept since then. Right, right. <laughs> um, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. So um, I will point out that uh, there is an award at the All-Star Gate, and it's the, the MVP award. And uh, what's the name of that award, Tim? <laughs> uh, it's uh, Tyler William Roth. Uh, most valuable player award, Ted. Thank you for mentioning that. That's exactly right. Uh, Tyler was uh, his son, and yeah. um, you know, and um, just before the ball game one year, uh, I had an automobile accident, and uh, so we've got the name of his name on that award. And uh, you know, most of the time, Tim gets to the gets to the game and. Uh, gives that award out. So, uh, anyway, guys, you got any uh, any comments, Dave or Tim or Chris? Any comments before we uh, kind of uh, wrap things up here? And uh, I don't know what you're going to do, but I'm going to watch a little bit of the NFL playoff. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Just from my perspective, it was an awesome week. I, I can't. I don't remember when they. Uh, trimmed it down here recently but having been on campus there at UND for a week and it was pretty hot that week if I remember right mm-hmm. it was just all <laughs> yeah. football 24-7 it was all football for a week and it was it was great now my wife might not agree with that because I wasn't home but <laughs> it was uh football it's just fun to be around the coaches and the players and experience that week absolutely yeah it was, it well, was nice we, to see it was nice to see too 
how other guys, you know, worked in other programs and what they emphasized, not only with their program, but in their communities and how mm-hmm. they, you know, the, the involvement they got um, in the communities that they lived in and worked in. And, um, I mean, you could get all kinds of ideas, all kinds of football talk, but you could also get ideas of, you know, how to sell your program in the community and doing things for the community with your football team and, and things like that. And it, it was just – it, it was a learning experience each and every day for me. And uh, now that I'm one of those old retired farts that uh, sit around and, and reminisce, I think back in, you know, it's events like this that make you wish you, it make me wish I was still coaching and still involved. But uh, I think the game's kind of passed me by and I enjoy watching all these young bucks out doing their thing and uh, watching my grandkids play. So um, it was, for me, it was, uh, one of the highlights of my career being involved in the, the all-star game, getting to coach in it two different times. And, and then of course still being involved in the IFCA, I think it's one of the greatest organizations for high school sports, not only in the state, but throughout the country. Amen. Amen to that. Well, hey, Amen, brother. Yep. Amen. Yep. Hey, thanks coaches for being with us today. We really appreciate your time. Uh, this will be posted here. Uh, at some point this evening, it'll be up, uh, and uh, be able to have access through it or through the IFCA uh, uh, website and that kind of thing. So we appreciate your time and uh, your insight on uh, what took place back in 2013 in that All-Star game. Thanks, guys, for being with us. Yep. Thanks Thank for you. having us. Yep, appreciate it. You bet. We'll be back with more right after this. Hey, coaches, it's the Big Cat Tiger Williams here, and I am as excited as I'm sure all of you are as we head into a new year and into the 2024 season. Now, it's a ways off, but now is the time to start thinking about everything you need to motivate your players as we head into the summer and the spring workout seasons. T-shirts, shorts, awards, helmet stickers, plaques. With over 100,000 vendors, Big Cat Promotion can help. Call me at 574-551-5916, and I can give you a quote so you can shop and compare. Big Cat Promotions is a proud sponsor of the IFCA podcast. And welcome back, everyone, once again to the Indiana Football Coaches Association's official podcast. And uh, we just uh, got a chance there to review 2013 with a couple of coaches from the North and from the South All-Star Squad. And uh, Coach Huber, once again, thanks to your research and uh, development of the show here. Uh, I had a great discussion with uh, two very good coaches and uh, people that are uh, certainly a part of the uh, history of our uh, organization and of uh, coaches across the state. Yeah, Tim Roth is uh, uh, was in this business for a long time, okay? Mm-hmm. And he's still involved at Winnemac in a sense of being a consultant, if you will. There's a guy that's the head coach at Winnemac now that played for him. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, uh, he, people in Winnemac know who Tim Roth is, I'll tell you that, because he's been there forever. Right Now, Chris Call is still coaching. Uh-huh. All right. He won a state championship at Tri-West. He, uh, he's now at Franklin. He's in the Mid-State Conference and uh, goes head-to-head with some really, really good football teams. Uh, you know, so two guys that are uh, a really big part of the IFCA. Uh, and uh, I really appreciate them helping us out here a little bit. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, <clears throat> as we kick off a new year, Coach, as you mentioned, there's several – number of things we always talk about there's a million stories out there and we like to try and tell as many as we can we're getting back to our roots here 
Uh, as you said, we're going to be talking about the uh, next up would be 2014, that all-star game, and then on down the list as we pursue that. And, of course, we've got the uh, state clinic coming up, and we usually get a chance to talk to some of the college coaches as well as some of the top coaches in the state and uh, even get some uh, video on uh, some of our main speakers, and we get that up on the Indiana Football Coaches Association's website also. So that's kind of the goal and the things we got set up. Of course, that takes place in March. So, uh, again, we're gearing up 2024. Here we go uh, for another exciting high school football season. And here we're in January, and we're starting to talk about it and getting excited about it already. So promises to be a good year. Yep. Also, I'll mention one other thing. I'm on a Hall of Fame committee, a past president's Hall of Fame committee, and we just went through 40 40 people that's been nominated, Mm -hmm. and uh, what happens is it it goes to a committee, and then it goes to the uh, past presidents, and they vote on it, and that's coming up uh, as uh, we get close to the IFCA clinic, and uh, it's just, uh, you know, another... Another part uh, of the Indiana Football Coaches Association that we're uh, that we uh, service, if you will, absolutely right. That we uh, uh, the official podcast. So yep. uh, thanks for everything, David. You bet. Thank you, Coach. And uh, that kind of was going to wrap things up here for us for this first edition of the uh, Indiana Football Coaches Association's uh, official podcast for 2024. As I said, we're looking towards a lot of excitement here. We hope everyone had a uh, fantastic Christmas and a happy new year. And uh, we know we got uh, mountains to climb here as we face uh, 2024. And uh, that's what makes it all kind of worth it here in uh, the coaching profession. So uh, if anyone's got any ideas about different kinds of things, you can get a hold of Ted or myself. And uh, we'll be happy to do different stories on different aspects of uh, our great game of football that we play in the state of Indiana. So we appreciate everyone. Uh, doing uh, the great jobs that you do, helping your communities and also helping each individual kid uh, realize their potential and their talents, not only in uh, the game of football, but in the game of life. So thanks, coaches, for tuning in. Everyone have themselves a, a great week, and we'll be back next week with another edition of the Indiana Football Coaches Association official podcast. Oh.